Blog Talk Radio. Hello, I'm Don Daler, and this is 2020 in Touch. Although it's not talked about openly today, exorcism is practiced by the Catholic Church almost daily somewhere in the world. Elizabeth Vargas travels to Rome, where there is a growing demand for the ritual of exorcism. Hold it, hold it. Leave. No! It is something this Los Angeles woman, seen in the documentary Satan Unmasked, says brought her peace. It is something a woman behind these glass doors in Italy hopes will save her. Exorcism, the casting out of demons through ritual prayer, is practiced in many faiths. It is most often associated with one, Roman Catholicism. Exorcism has deep roots in Catholic tradition when performed by priests given special permission by their bishops. The number of priests approved to perform exorcisms has grown with demand. Here in Italy, about two decades ago, there were 20 approved priests to perform exorcisms. Today, there are 350. Last month, Father Frank Desiderio, an executive producer of Polish Productions, was in Rome interviewing exorcists for the documentary Satan Unmasked. They spoke with Father Gabriele Amorth, who was for years the chief exorcist at the Vatican. I average 10 or 12 exorcisms a day, about 3,000 exorcisms a year. Now multiply that by 21 years, and it's more than 60,000 exorcisms. Some time ago in this Litchfield home, wife and mother Pat Redding felt as if she were possessed by evil spirits. She went through a series of 16 exorcisms, witnessed firsthand by her daughter Michelle. When you see the person that you love being attacked by something invisible, so heinous and so disgusting, you will look for anything to stop it. The situation started with Michelle with strange banging noises in their home. It moved on to a mysterious overturning of all their furniture, and eventually to attacks on Pat Redding from an invisible force. It would rip her hair out. There'd be plenty of witnesses, and it would rip it right out of her scalp. An invisible force. She'd scream. She'd jerk backward. I'd turn around. She'd be in pain. Of course, she would panic. She'd cry. She was shocked. And did she have actual physical marks on her body? Absolutely. And they couldn't have been self-inflicted? No. Bite marks on her back. She would end up with black and blue marks in the most bizarre places that she wouldn't have been able to do herself. Fearful and bewildered, the family turned to a team of paranormal investigators led by John Zaffis, who is now writing a book on the case. We have what we call soul victims, if you will purely innocent individuals that never had any exposure to paranormal stuff whatsoever, and during the course of their life, they just fall victim. Now, this is a delicate question to ask, but how do you know that it's not somebody with psychological problems? I mean, different psychological problems can manifest themselves in very strong ways. She um, uh, was found to have no psychosis. There was nothing wrong with her. Medically, physically, everything had been 
ruled out into that point, that's when a decision had to be made. And that's when, yeah, actually, we had the Roman Catholic Church involved with it. Praise God and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. Please stand by. Uh, we were supposed to have the sermon, but the Lord's timing is different than our timing. My ways are not your ways, neither are my thoughts yours, and that I experienced tonight. I want to get ready to go on air. This is a message that needs to be done. Uh, the Lord just woke me up and get to be, get busy. I can't tell you what I had encountered today because you probably wouldn't believe me. But anyway, we're about to get ready to do a teaching on schizophrenia. Stand by, please. All right, Lord. It's on you. It's on you. Okay. Please stand by, everybody. Okay. Praise God, and welcome to Live Deliverance Internet Radio. It's 12.05. Thank you, Lord. In metropolitan Atlanta, I have to turn on the audacity. And we were supposed to have this sermon tomorrow, but we canceled it. And I also want to let you know, I have one of my staff members who lost her child this morning, Sister Sheila Newborn, and we have her in our prayers. Heavenly Father, Lord, we come in the name of Jesus of Nazareth. How God has anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. Lord, use me as your oracle. Allow the power of God to penetrate the hearer. We take authority over voice bouncy and all electronic demons that wish to try to bring any interference. Lord, your word says, do not worry about what I'm going to say or how that I'm going to say it, for the Holy Ghost shall teach me at the hour what you need to say. Lord, your word also says in Mark 13, 11, and I thank you that your word is true based on Mark chapter 13, verse 11. But when they shall lead you and deliver you up, take no thought beforehand what you shall speak. Neither do ye premeditate, but whatsoever shall be given you in that hour that speak ye, for it is not ye that speak, but the Holy Ghost. Father, it is not me that speak at this hour, but the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the Holy Ghost. We thank you for the word. We give all honor and glory to you in the name of Jesus of Nazareth, we pray. Amen. Before we start this sermon, I'd like to have 30 seconds of quietness for the loss of one of my staff members' child. She's been with me for many years. She's like Sister Durden to me. And she has been a wonderful secretary. She's been a blessing to this ministry. The Facebook that you see me in all these sermons of Derek Prince, it's her that put this on. And I thank her. Our staff members include Apostle. Candace Durden, Assistant Pastor Candace Durden. Pastor Steve Lee teaches on Mondays at 646-378-1857. Evangelist Janice Taylor with Walls of Five Ministry on Thursdays. On Mondays, Pastor Earl White, a deliverance minister out of Jamaica. 
And we have some new songs from my best friend, Jermaine Edwards. I'm Jamaican in heart, American by flesh. I love Jamaica. I love the country. I love Jamaica. And I just thank the Lord for that beautiful, beautiful country. Now, we got everything ready. We're about to get ready to teach this word about schizophrenia. A lot of people have schizophrenia and they don't recognize that they have it. Schizophrenic opens up a door to many doors. One, it opens up the door to a double tongue. Now we're going to go scripture by scripture. I was on the couch and I was instructed to get up and uh, the Lord moved on me. I was instructed to call Brother John and there was some demons and we, we dealt with them, and I was instructed to get up and teach. And I had a lot of pain. My back was burning. The Lord would try and test you sometimes. Job is a good example when you're going through trials and tribulation. We have to suffer for righteousness' sake, and instantly my back stopped. I have steel rod in my back. But when you have Jesus, you have everything. You can't live without Jesus. You can't serve God effectively without Jesus of Nazareth. He is real. The deliverance ministry is real. Demons are real. So let's look at something that most churches don't teach, uh, which is schizophrenia. Schizophrenic is a demonic spirit. It will open up a door to a double tongue. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 8. 1 Timothy chapter 3, verse 8. Likewise, must the deacons be grave, not double-tongued, not given too much wine, not greedy for filthy lucre. That's money. But we're not talking about the deacons. The word double-tongued is what you need to see. Because if you have schizophrenia, now, I did not know that I had schizophrenia. And Apostle Durden at the time, when I say Apostle Durden, now Brother John is the, is the father. So you hear me say Brother John Durden, Chaplain Durden. He's not an apostle, he's a chaplain. His daughter is an apostle. She's sent to do internet. So Apostle Durden gave me the revelation. And as I was listening to John Eckhart and reading uh, this book, please get this book. Pigs in the Parlor. And it has very powerful information. Now, I'm not coming out of Pigs and Paul. I'm coming straight from Revelation. But I learned from here, but I'm coming straight by the Holy Ghost. When you are born again and saved, all of us are born into sin. Okay? And if it wasn't for the grace of God, we would not, none of us would be here. When a person has schizophrenia, schizophrenia, they first have to be known, and they first have to be taught that they have it. And that's sad. Because in the body of Christ today, they're not teaching this. I really believe there are two gospels. The Bible says there's another Jesus. Now, uh, if you're going to Creflo Dollar's church, you ain't going to hear the honey, baby, the mind. You're going to hear that. You ain't hearing nothing about no schizophrenia. Leroy Thompson, he ain't talking about that either. Amen. The Baptist church is not dealing with this. Okay. When Worthy did, in the ministry of deliverance, we see it in a revelation form because God gave Adam A. Hammond a revelation on schizophrenia. 
And as I was in this ministry, when God called me to be a deliverance minister, I never wanted to be a, a preacher. I was a gangster. And, you know, I, I saw nothing but hustlers in the church. <laughs> I said, I don't want to part of that. I might as well go ahead and sell my cocaine and run my guns, you know, and sell my dope and do, do what I got to do. I, I ain't never seen no preacher uh, teach the word of God. All I saw was performance. I was Roman Catholic. And, you know, the dollar, Creflo dollar thing really got me, the dollar, the money, the money. I said, Lord, that, that, how can that be Christ? I'm making money. I don't need to teach that. Nevertheless, I didn't know God threw me into this ministry. And I got into the deliverance ministry. And as I got called in, God began to work on me and show me some things. So Sister Durden, the Apostle Durden, indicated to me, and God gave her a revelation that I had double, uh, schizophrenia. And I went through a lot of deliverance and still going through deliverance. We are all are like an onion being peeled, but we have to let the Lord peel us. Also, uh, double-minded is really a factor in schizophrenia. As I said in 1 Timothy 3.8, it speaks of a double tongue. Then when you have schizophrenia, you open up a door to a double heart. Let's turn to Psalms chapter 12, verse 2, a double heart. Speak vanity, everyone, and his neighbor with flattering lips, and with a double heart do they speak. And people who have schizophrenia don't realize that they have two personalities. Out the abundance of the heart speaking, but their heart is double. They serve the Lord, and they have lots of trouble in sin. They don't even know it, and it's so sad. I suffered from this uh, many years, and, and, and then I began to get a revelation of some of my family members. I can't say their name because they're going to persecute me anyway and, you know, and start calling and being mad at me, you know. But I saw it in the bloodline. I saw it in my mother. I saw it in my aunt, and I definitely saw it in me as I was fasting. God had revealed that I had this, and believe me, Apostle Durden, Candace Durden, when I say Apostle, that's Brother John is Chaplain Durden, Apostle Candace Durden, that's the daughter. So Apostle Candace Durden realized and showed that God gave her a revelation and dealt with me. And uh, I am grateful that to see this, also, when a person has schizophrenia, they have a double mind, two minds. The fleshly mind, now I wanted you to hear this. In James 1.8, the Bible says, a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Unstable, two personalities. This is why they're unstable. The Bible also speaks of a double mind. This is James, the Lord's brother, Jesus' brother in the flesh, gave this revelation. James chapter 4, verse 8, draw nigh to God, and he will draw nigh to you. Cleanse your hands, ye sinners, and purify your hearts. Notice it says heart, not heart, it's plural. H-E-A-R-T-S, more than one heart. That lines up with the double heart. 
a person who has schizophrenia has two hearts, not the heart of the boom, 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 the inner soul. We're not talking about the physical heart. This is spiritual heart. And when they have that, they doesn't know this. Amen. Now, we know that the devil is a lie, and we know that God can heal. It takes time to get delivered from this thing. It took me, I was been in the ministry 15 years, and I still go through deliverance. That's right, with this thing. But if you are recognized and allow the Lord's word to get in you, God can deliver you from any demon. Amen? So schizophrenic is the disturbance and distortion and disgeneration of the one's mind personality. We have a body, mind, soul. Now watch this. If you go to the book of Thessalonians, Thessalonians, 1 Thessalonians 5.23. And the very God of peace sanctify you wholly. And I pray God your whole spirit and soul. You got one soul. One soul. But the double mind is other soul, a part of your personality that demons get in. And this is a very serious uh, spirit. A lot of Christians have this demon. You can go and praise the Lord on a Sunday and get out there at church and be doing sinful things on a Monday. You can go to church praising the Lord on the wrong day. That's double-minded. You know it's the Sabbath, but your will want to go on a Sunday. It is very serious that you pay attention to me. Pay attention to what the Lord is saying, because a lot of you out here are suffering from this. The double-minded person has instability of their personality. Their personality is unstable. It's not stable. When a person becomes double-minded, it opens up a demon, a wavering. You go wave it backwards and forth, backwards and forth. You begin to wave. Now, I'm going to show you the scripture that in the book of James, in the name of Jesus. I need demon trying to block this. Where is it at, Lord? All right. Thank you, Holy Ghost. James 1.6 says, but let him ask in faith, not wavering. See there? That wavering in and out. Two personalities. Now, there are zodiac signs. There's one zodiac sign that definitely urge in schizophrenia. Gemini, the twins. That's a demon. Okay? A Capricorn don't have, that demon don't have double-minded. But the Gemini has the schizophrenic spirit in it. Spirit is split. The demon split the personality of a person. This is why people waver. And I noticed, I, and, and, and me and Brother Tommy be ministering, and we see, we see people serve the Lord. We do deliverance with them. They get on track, and all of a sudden, they just fade out. They waver. And then before you know it, they back doing something else, then they come back. Thank you, Lord. Luke 11:23. Let me show you how dangerous the, the, the schizophrenic spirit is. And people, please listen to me. Some of you can't cross over because of this double-minded. 
Now, the problem that the double minded has is that when you get a person to do deliverance with them, you got to do deliverance with two personalities, not one. So if you cast out the demons with one personality, you got to get the other one. That's where the double heart. And you have to allow the Holy Spirit to have him, Lord, create in me a clean heart. You have to be cleansed by God's word. No doctor can get this. John 15, 3 said, ye are clean through thy word. Thy word cleanse you. 2 Corinthians 7, 1 says, let us cleanse ourselves from the spirit, the filthiness of the spirit and flesh. The spirit is tainted. Okay? Your spirit is tainted from wrong doctrine. You got to get clear from that. Now, in Luke 11, uh, 24, it says, when the unclean spirit is gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places, seeking rest, and findeth none. He said, I will return unto my house where I came out. A person who has schizophrenia, you have to deal with two personalities. you got to cast the demon out of one part of their personality, and the Holy Spirit has to show you how to cast the demon out the other personality. Most deliverance ministers, if they don't get the revelation, I need to receive it by man. Because I've taught it. Christ. Because I can't talk right now. Here. Yeah. Why go on there? Bye-bye. You, 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 thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Back. Wherever is that the Holy Ghost? Okay. You. Thank you, Holy Spirit. When you deal with the demon, you have to deal with the double heart, the double tongue, and mold them together. So. When an unclean spirit has gone out of a man, he walketh through dry places seeking rest and find none. He said, I will return unto my house where I came out. Watch this. And when he cometh, he findeth it swept and garnished. The swept and garnished is the deliverance minister giving them the teaching, the training, and, and, and guiding them. But here's the, the trick. If you cast out this one spirit in one personality, that other one you got to deal with. That gives the demon a legal interest to go back into that other personality. Now, I was with Bob Larson's ministry. I got, I got him too because he believed in altered personalities. I don't believe in sending demons to no pit, Bob Larson. And I was young in the ministry, and, I, and the Lord did not teach me to send no demons to no pit. They tell me I go to the pit. The pit's closed. Jesus Christ never sent the demon to the pit, and that was the end of me. With Bob Lawson Ministries. I got rid of Greater Works International Ministry. Prophet Dr. Andrew J. Scott. I got rid of him. The prosperity man. Do a little deliverance here and there. Send in $190 for a cure for covert virus. I had to get rid of him. There ain't nowhere in the Bible. You have to go by the Bible. You have to get revelation to learn these things. In order to get revelation in the ministry of deliverance, only the Lord can give this to you through humility, humbling, fasting, and study the word. The apostle Paul says, for I neither received it of man, neither was I taught it, but by the revelation of Jesus Christ. Believe me, I got this revelation laying down. I was talking to a brother and sister and said, we have to suffer. That's all I was saying. And Lord, whatever I got, I don't want to suffer. But I said, Lord, I'm not going to give up. I do not surrender. My father, my physical father, was in special forces. Okay? My brother was in, I came out the military. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to sur surrender. 
And I was just talking, and the Lord gave me this revelation. He gave me some scriptures earlier, but boom, he just hit this. So when you're casting out demons with a person with schizophrenia, you got to do it twice. you got to deal with those two personalities. And then you have to let the person know that they, God has to create them in a new heart. But they got to be willing to go through this. Ain't no be no zapping. I'm healed overnight. Now, that can't happen. But most times in this case, this is a process. Deliverance takes a lot of work with people, a lot of work. So with this schizophrenic thing, you got to ask the Lord to do some things with these people. In Psalm 51, it says, Have mercy upon me, O God, according to thy loving kindness, according to the multitudes of thy tender mercies. Blot out my transgression, wash me thoroughly from my iniquity, and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression and my sin is ever before me. Against thee, thee only have I sinned and done this evil in thy sight. But thou mightest be justified when thou speakest, and be clear when thou judgest. Behold, I was sharpened in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. In the sin through birth, if that spirit of schizophrenic has been in the mother, it's going to pass down to you. Lamentations 5, 7 says, Our fathers have sinned, and we bore their iniquity. Then it says, Behold, thou desirest truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden parts thou shalt make me to know wisdom. Pludge me with hyssop. That's the blood of Jesus. Hyssop was on the wall, on the door. It was on the door of the children of Israel. And when whoever had that hyssop on the spirit of death, the Israelis was protected because uh, Pharaoh had a stubborn heart, stiff-necked spirit, Acts 7, 51, 2 Chronicles 30, verse 8. Pludge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be withered and slow. Make me to hear joy and gladness that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Watch this now. Hide thy face from my sin. Create in me a clean heart. You have to have the Lord to cleanse you with a clean heart. Now, God ain't going to do it. If you're going to do it. But God has given us the authority. Pastors don't have the revelation. They're not going to be able to teach this. In the book of John, chapter 15, in order to get that heart clean, you got to do this. There's a lot of stuff you have to do. John 15, uh, 3 says, Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. That's how you got to get this thing out of you. Now, clean. You have to be clean. So you have some filthiness there. Whether you're double-minded, schizophrenic, there's some filthiness. Cleanse. You got to be clean. Clean of what? Second. Corinthians 7, 1 says, Heaven therefore these promises, dear beloved, let us, that's God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit, let the God the Father and God the Son and the Holy Spirit cleanse ourselves from all filthiness, flesh and spirit, perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Well, Pastor, why you got to say us? Because in Genesis 1, 26, God said, let us. That's the Godhead, Colossians 2.9, not the Trinity. Trinity is a theological uh, understanding from the mind, okay? You can't deal with this from the fleshly mind. You have to get this by revelation of the Lord Jesus of Nazareth, okay? And if you don't get it, you ain't going to be able to help nobody. People need to be revelation. The Holy Spirit has to give us revelation of these particular demons. 
Well, what gets in our way from revelation is the fleshly mind. And the fleshly mind opens up all kinds of doors to demons. Now, that is biblical in the Bible. It's in Colossians chapter 2. Fleshly mind, the fleshly mind, the fleshly mind. The fleshly mind. The fleshly mind. You have to get that fleshly mind out. Now, you have to suffer. For unto you it is given in the behalf of Christ not only to believe on him, but also to suffer for his sake. And when you suffer, you get revelation. Now, in Colossians chapter 2, verse 18, it says, let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humanity and worshiping of angels intruding into those things which he have not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind. That's what you got to get clean from, whether you're schizophrenic or not. You got to get clean by the word. You're clean through the word. When a person has schizophrenia, they got to read the word. Because when that word get in there, the Holy Spirit will give you a revelation of what you're dealing with. Amen? So it takes work on your behalf. Again, schizophrenic is a disturbance and a dis- dis- disturbance, a dis- de- disgrace of the development of the person's personality. Demons must leave out of the personality of the person. Let the personality of Christ overshadow the fleshly personality. If you can do this, you can get free. Now, in Jeremiah 1.5, the Bible says, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou comest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee and ordained thee. So you can get healed from this because God called you. And the devil don't want you to know this knowledge. My people are destroyed because of lack of knowledge. Hosea 4.6, Isaiah 5.13. Once you get clean from the schizophrenia personalities, you can become sanctified. Sanctified is something to be sanctified by a priest or other holy person. The priest of a holy person officially approve of it, declares it to be sanctified by Christ Jesus. Jesus Christ is our superior uh, 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 captain of this salvation. He's our intercessor priest, and he alone can help you with schizophrenia. Okay, to stop the curse of schizophrenia, you have to stop the carnal commandments in Hebrews 7.16. Turn to the book of Hebrews chapter 7, verse 16. For men verily swear by the greater and of the oath of condemnation is to them and of end of all strife. That demon in you is going to make you go backwards and forth and backwards and forth, and you're going to be wrathful, and you're going to be, why am I like this? Now, God will show you as you study in Hebrews chapter 7, 16, who is made not after the law of a carnal commandment, but after the power of an endless life through Christ. Now, a lot of Christians don't realize that your life is hidden in Christ, Colossians 3.3. 3. Your life is hidden. It's hidden. But the demons with a person who has schizophrenia, they don't realize that it's hidden in Christ because they are scuffling and they are 
fighting these two personalities within them. Now, if your life is hidden in Christ, for you are dead, and your life is hidden with Christ, a person who has schizophrenia, they haven't died to they haven't died to that 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 flesh because of two personalities. Now, how did I get schizophrenia? Zodiac sign. I was a Gemini, the twins, two personalities. Zodiac sign opened up a door. It can be passed down to your mother by a generational curse. It can open up all kinds of stuff. What happens is when the person becomes double mind, it, he becomes unstable in his ways. So he struggles with sin, backwards and forth. One day he's serving the Lord. Next day he's not serving the Lord. Do you know it takes the grace of God to help that person with schizophrenia? Because they are dealing with a struggle. And in their life, they don't understand why they have a, a two personalities. They don't know. And what happens is they struggle, as Paul says, in a higher level than a normal person. In Romans seven fourteen, it says, For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, soul under sin. But that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not, but what I hate, that do I. Now, that's a normal struggle for Christians. But a person with schizophrenia, they have this double. This is why God gives us mercy and grace. If then I do that which I would not, I consider the law that it is good. Now then it is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. For an individual person who don't have uh, schizophrenia, once they repent, that's it. But a person with schizophrenia, they got to get these two personalities, these two demons that has molded through a generational curse, passed down by the zodiac sign, passed down by the sins of the Father. The Lord has to reveal that to that person in order for that person to get some victory. So what it does, it makes the person unstable. The mind or the personality of the person is likely to change suddenly, especially if it creates difficulty or danger for that person to understand the Bible. They are suffering, and they're sick spiritually and mentally. Now, I am not a doctor. I am not a physician. My personal point of view with this, this is my personal point of view, is that when a person is schizophrenic and they take their medicine, they get nauseated, it changes them, it makes them pick up weight, and they don't want to take it. But the doctor thinking that the medicine is helping a person, and a person with schizophrenia is screaming and reaching out, I don't want to take it, I don't want to take it. And in the flashy mind, we think they don't want to take the medicine because they're rebellion. They got two personalities. The Spirit of God trying to tell them to get off of it. They flesh trying to tell them to keep it on. And then the doctor tells them to keep it on. Do you see the confusion that they go through? And that opens up the door to make them think nobody loves them, the police after them. Then the demons start talking. The fleshly minds start talking. The familiar spirits start talking. The police after you. The government is after you. And all these illusions they get, because they are struggling and don't have an identity. Yet the physical doctor gives them medicine, okay? And that medicine they're doing them is suppress their spirit. That's why they don't want to take it. You got to be patient when you have a person with a double heart, okay? Now, God gives one heart, not two. There they go. 
Please turn to uh, Ezekiel. I, I don't have no notes here. <laughs> I'm just following the Lord. Now, the Lord is telling me to tell you, somebody said, how can he do this and you don't have no notes? You take, you have to study, and God has to pull it up. You remember when we first prayed that the Holy Spirit would teach you at that hour? Well, this is what you're getting right here at that hour. Okay, so in Ezekiel 11, 9, 11, 19, God says something very important for the person who suffers from schizophrenia. Ezekiel eleven nineteen, And I will give them one heart. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Now, God says he'll give us one heart. Psalms chapter 12, 2 says, They speak vanity, everyone with his neighbor, with flattering lips. And with a double heart. See there? Two personalities. But what God says he can do and to correct that is to do this. Ezekiel eleven nineteen, And I will give them one heart. And I will put a new spirit within you. This is why you got to get clean from the spirit of filthiness. So that the Lord can give you a new heart and a new spirit. The word cleans you. Now, people who have schizophrenia, the first thing you need to do is to deal with the slumber spirit. And then you've got to deal with the mind-blocking demons because them demons have pushed them away from studying the Bible. Normally, when a person who's spirit-filled has the uh, understanding, has a schizophrenia, and you've got Christians, this is for Christians, this ain't for the same people. The demons in them will make them hate the Bible, throw it away be angry at the Bible, that's the other personality in them. That's the demon in them. That's not your child. How did my child throw a Bible away when you led him to the Lord? It's the demons. Remember Paul says, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but we wrestle against spiritual principalities in high heavenly places. The Lord has to mend that person with one spirit. And I will give them one heart, and I will put a new spirit within you and I will take the stony heart out of their flesh and will give them a heart of flesh, a normal heart, which is a normal spirit. The word is not in the flesh. It's a spiritual understanding of these things. Everyone who says false words to his neighbor, their tongues are smooth and their tricks of their heart are full of deceit. A person that has a double mind has two personalities. They don't have one personality. And the demons got a legal right. So when you're casting out demons with a person who has schizophrenia, you got to ask the Holy Spirit, that other personality, Lord, show me the demons in that other personality. There are various degrees and networks of demon spirits which cause schizophrenia. Write that down. There are various degrees of network of demon spirits which cause schizophrenia. Only the Lord Jesus of Nazareth, how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil. A person who has schizophrenia has been oppressed of the devil. It can come through bloodline, our fathers of sin, we bore their uh, iniquity. 
I have learned how to recapitulate because the Lord has taught me through my pastor, Dr. Derek Prince. When you recapitulate something, you have to say it over and over to get in the person's spirit because as I'm speaking, the demon's going to say, what is he talking about? Listen to me in spirit, not in the flesh. Only the Lord Jesus can restore the wholeness of a schizophrenic person. The person with schizophrenia cry out to the Lord in desperation. We'll get free. In Joel 2.32, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be delivered. You must completely cooperate with the Holy Spirit. And that takes time with a person who has schizophrenia. Now, what are the main keys that you need to do with a person who has schizophrenia? You have to be patient with them. Okay? You have to be patient. They don't even know. And then if you tell the person that they have schizophrenia, they ain't going to listen. They won't listen. They won't listen because of the personality in them. Rejection opens up a heavy door. Schizophrenia is the disturbance, distoration, and uh, and, and, and destroying of the development of the person's personality. He has one or more personalities in that one person, and they're demons. That's why they're confused. That's why they're hearing voices. That's why the devil telling them to go here, go to Chicago, go here. And they're thinking they're right. They're not. The process requires time. This is a shock to a person to discover that so much of his personality is not the real self. Now, you need to understand that there's degrees. There's a quiet area of personality of schizophrenia. There's a mild form of schizophrenia, and there's a full-blown. And that full-blown is when they start talking to themselves. That's the full-blown. When they start uh, comparing them to Jesus, when they start bringing a lot of hate to the person who they love, oh, they've they, they, they blown out person with this has to understand that they have to fall out of agreement with the false demon personality point by point. They got to fall out of it. And they are in denial. Now the Bible says how can two come together unless they agree? They're going to have to agree with the Holy Ghost that I have schizophrenia. And when Apostle Kansas Durden told me that, I said I receive it Lord Lord, and and I said get it out of me. I had a mild case of schizophrenia, and mine came through the zodiac sign. Even when I was a gangster, I didn't too much like the being called no zodiac sign because my mama put that mess on me. My mother said, I'm a Taurus the bull. We had a lot of witchcraft working in my family. I'm none of that now. Again, there's a quiet form of, of schizophrenia. There's a mild and a full-blown. The core of schizophrenia, please listen. Please listen. Core of schizophrenic demon is one, rejection to rebellion. You must get revelation of that person with schizophrenia. If you're a good deliverance minister, and you must read the word, you must worship on the Sabbath. Well, he's saying you got to do all that to get the revelation. God ain't giving you no revelation if you're a bastard. God ain't giving you no revelation if you got pride. God ain't giving you no revelation you're going to try to steal his glory. 
God ain't giving you no revelation. You want to sign Bibles and sign autographs and be seen at the high places. When I go to churches, I like to go where the uh, sick people, I want to sit with them. I remember one church I went to that had some uh, children that had a deformity, a mental deformity. I said, I want to sit with them. I don't sit up there with preachers and be up there. I'm a humble man. I'm nothing. I'm just an errand boy. I don't really even call, like to be called apostle. I have to give credit where credit is due. Apostle is only one who said. Now, schizophrenic gives you a false personality, neither of which is the real self. Now, that is where you got to talk to that person by the leading of the Holy Spirit or you're going to miss them. Because don't nobody want to recognize they got two personalities, double mind, double heart. And then you got to cleanse yourself. In order to get this thing out of you, and ain't no medicine going to do it. I ain't tell you that right now. <laughs> you you know, that, that ain't going to get it. That that medicine ain't, ain't gonna, it's not going to get it. Now, I'm not a doctor. I'm a deliverance minister. Okay? And it ain't going to work. Now, let me go back to James. I don't have, I'm just going on faith with this. James. Hang on. Turn to the book of James, chapter 4, verse 8. God gives you a clue. Remember what I said. Uh, excuse me. Remember what the Holy Spirit says. Schizophrenia gives you a false personality now, neither of which is the real self. These demons are tightly interlocked. There's a nest of demon spirits that make up schizophrenia, which is demonic. These spirits came into he or she life when they was very, very young. Now, watch this. If you take your hands, take your hands, put it in the form of your uh, ears like this. Take the palm of your hand in the ear and press it. You gonna hear something. The Holy Spirit showed me that when a person is in the womb of their mama, these demons are working. When the mama say, "I don't want this damn child. I don't want this baby from this nigga." Boy, you didn't put the spirit nigga in that child's spirit. I don't want this damn child. You done cursed your child. The mother's womb stirs this mess up. Now, schizophrenia can come through bloodline. Well, what is bloodline? Sperm. A male semen is where demons go through and get into the woman. Fathers have sinned. This is our mothers. Our fathers have sinned. We bore their iniquity. So most of the schizophrenic spirits and all spirits come through the man. A woman is a receiver. A man is a giver. Now, women can have these demons through their father. Oh, it is deep. These demon spirits must be separated, cast out, given up. The process requires time. Here is the clue to get rid of double-mindedness. You first 
have to allow the deliverance minister or whoever's ministering you that know the word and hear the Holy Ghost. I ain't talking about no, ha, 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 ha,
through the sins of the fathers. They come in through uh, inheritance. Our fathers are sin. You bore the nickel. You can get it by bloodline, but you can get this, you can get free. There's a nest of demon spirits that makes up schizophrenia. This is demonic. It is a nest of demons. Now, you need discernment of the Holy Spirit to identify what demon he or she has, not in the mind. Now, in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1 says, Now concerning spiritual gifts, you're not going to deal with a person if you don't have these gifts. Okay? Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Ye know that ye were Gentiles carried away into these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understanding the Spirit of God. Now, watch this. Wherefore, I give you to understanding that no man speaking by the Spirit of God called Jesus a curse. If you got a false doctrine, you got to get that cleaned out. Pastor saying, well, schizophrenic, you need to go to the psychiatrist, E.W. Emmanuel Williams, the king of all dong donkers, he'll tell you to go to a psychiatrist. I'll tell you to go to Jesus because a psychiatrist can't help this. This is spiritual. First Corinthians 12, 4. Now, there are diversities of gifts, but the same spirit. And these are differences of administration, but the same Lord. And these are diversities of operation, but it is the same God which work all in all. But the manifestations of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. For one is given the Spirit of the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge. You're going to need that gift because the Holy Spirit got to tell you the word of knowledge, what demon is in that person. That person don't know that they got that in them, but they know it. They get something to get something done. And then when you medicate them, you only do make the demons just put these people to sleep, make them pick up weight, and the demon's still in there. But take your medicine. If you want to get deliverance, come see the errand boy. Come on, call 678-701-3733. Come on, make an appointment at ObertonNavy1 at gmail.com. Apostle Candace Durden and myself will be happy to give you uh, help and to uh, work with you, but you got to be patient with people with this thing because you're dealing with multiple spirits. You need word of knowledge by the same spirit to another, faith by the same spirit to another, the gift of healing. You got to get that. They got to get healed because they've been rejected. They have two personalities and they wrestle with sin more than a normal person because you got one personality. You got one soul, got you sin, and they got two. The demons are split. So the Holy Spirit got to mend that and make them one. Created me a new heart. God can do it. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, here we go, discerning of spirits. You have to be able to discern the Holy Spirit. If you have been hit with schizophrenia, that so much of his personality is not the real self, he may be afraid to discover what his true personality is. He needs time to adjust and to fall out of agreement with this false demon personality. He or she must do this. Amos 3.3, how can two walk together unless they agree? you got to agree with the Holy Ghost. To teach them to test the spirits. If you can get a person who has schizophrenia to test the spirit, 
they'll be able to know what spirit in them. And I got on a fast, and the Lord told me you have a mild form of schizophrenia. And I told, I call a gun gangster. It's just a nickname because, you know, I like to give nicknames. I said, and I said, gun gangster, that's Apostle Cannon's Durden, gun gangster. I said, gun gangster, if you see this thing rise up in me, you let me know. Through this teaching, the Lord revealed to uh, Pastor Rodriguez Baker that he had it. He got free from it. I got free from it. You can get free. The core of schizophrenia is rejection and rebellion. Each demon sets itself up in the schizophrenic to do only one thing, to destroy the person's personality and relationship with the Lord. Rejection commonly begins in childhood or in infancy, and sometimes while the child is yet in his mother's womb, sometimes the child is not wanted. He's not wanted. Now, what brings that? Go to Hebrews 13.4. Inherited through the bloodline of the father or lost without marriage. That can really open up the door with schizophrenia. In Hebrews 13:4, marriage is honorable in all, but the bed undefiled. But hormones and adulterers God was judged. What's the opposite of undefiled? Defilement. Them demons come right on up in there. That opens up the door. Another thing that opens up the door is the wrong sex desire by the parents. Both parents, they are leading to reject. I didn't want this. I wanted a girl. And that woman pregnant, and whatever she say, that child going to hear it. Schizophrenia can be demonically inherited. Rejection, insecurity, inferiority, and fantasy. You can get free with that by breaking the curse. A curse does not come without a cause, Proverbs 26.2. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. Being made a curse, for it is written, Cursed is he that hangeth on a tree. So you have to break the curse of a person with schizophrenia, and you have to really be patient and work with them. Rebellion asserts itself in stubbornness, self-will, selfishness, which opens up other personalities with that person who has schizophrenia. Anger, bitterness, resentment, hatred, retaliation. Those are the main spirits in a person because they're struggling with something they don't know. They're not happy with themselves. And they ain't nobody teaching them nothing. They go to a Baptist church, they're going to keep their schizophrenia. They go to Creflo Dollar, you're going to keep your demons. You go to uh, Leroy Thompson, you'll be broke with your money, and you'll keep your demons. You go to a Baptist church, you're going to keep your demons. You go to a Methodist church, you're going to keep your demons. You have to have a deliverance minister who can really know the word and hear God to help that person. The schizophrenia is literally under these two opposition powers. It can switch from one type of personality to another in a moment of a split second. Lust is rooted in rejection. If that child been created in lust, all them demons that you in the bed with bring, and guess who's going to come with you? Schizophrenic is a demonic spirit. Schizophrenic is characterized by profane disruption and emotion, affecting the most fundamental human attributes of a person. Through perception, it affects the sense of self. The symptoms 
are ranging from frequently psychophenomenas, hearing voices, voices talking to them, constantly laughing and coming in union with the demon. Most people who are severe uh, schizophrenic, they laughing with the demon. <laughs> and them demons laughing back. And you don't have no discernment. You, you say, what the, what the wrong with that boy up in there, that girl? They talking to demons. The normal person don't have this. But the person who deals with schizophrenia has delusions, symptoms of diagnosis, of fear, symptoms of conjunction with the familiar spirits and occupational social functions. The FBI is after you. The President of the United States want to kill you. Those are demons talking that the familiar spirit get in and do his thing with these people. Mental health professionals and institutions have the potential of destroying minds, religion, and education. They destroy you because they don't have the revelation. Rejection, beginning of schizophrenia, prenature rejection, rejection in the womb, rejection after birth, self-rejection, fear of rejection, inability to give or receive love from the mother or the wife because the mother have told that child, I don't want you. I hate you. You look just like your daddy. My mother told me, I'm sorry I birthed you. Bam. And God showed it to me how that thing came in me. Rebellion, self-rebellion is the core of the two main personalities, self-will, selfishness, stubbornness, disobedience, anti-submissiveness, aggravation, and unteachable. Why? They don't know what they're doing, and them demons having a field day because they are not aware that they have schizophrenia. Double-mindedness are controlled personalities. Paranoia helps the schizophrenic. Envy, suspicion, the police is after me. Now you got the spirit of paranoia working with the familiar spirit, inheriting in the flesh in their mind, causing that person to be in torment. Schizophrenic and mental illness is a demonic spirit, not a mental sickness. Self-pity, fear of judgment, insecurity, inferiority, compulsive hate, unforgiveness, always want to blame somebody else. Why? They don't know they got it. So they're trying to fight in the flesh with something that they don't know that they had. And that's very, very sad. Thank God that our Lord and Savior, Jesus of Nazareth, can free all of us of these spirits. Hallucination, antisocial personalities, extreme depression, unworthiness, unstable, Sensitivity to everything, judgmental to everything. These are demons working with these people. Paranoid delusions. For example, believing that people are out to get you of the thought that people are doing things when there is no evidence of such. Delusion, where things in the emotional or an environment seem to be directly related to you, only you. They're just watching me, the TV watching me. The fear gets in. And what that is is the demons are piling up, ganging in that person to keep that schizophrenic demon in them. God can free you. The Lord can free you. Low energy, lack, always tired, eat a lot. They ain't, they're not happy. They're trying to find happiness do the best way that they know how. Now, if you know anybody that needs some help with this uh, spirit, 
please call me at area code 678-701-3733. If those who have heard me right now and you're born again and saved and you realize that's you, you got help, you can get help. We can first start off by breaking curses and rededicating your life and get into the word of God and be taught and study and fast and get a good deliverance minister to give you the revelation and get the real deliverance minister, which is Jesus. He can free you. If you read the word, you get free from demons, Matthew 8, 16, and the evening will come and those who got delivered by his word. But it takes time to deal with a person who has schizophrenia. It takes a lot of time and a lot of patience. So if you are suffering from that, let's get an altar call. You may have a mild form. You don't know. The Holy Spirit has to tell you. You may have a severe form. Now, if you got a severe form, those demons really got you locked. When you start talking to yourself, when the demons tell you, go fly to Alaska, you make the demon tell you, go to the airport, you, you get on a plane. I haven't seen this with people over and over and over. They're sick spiritually, not mentally. So, if any of you have dealt with that and you say, hey, I got a mild, remember now, there is a quiet form, mild form, and a full-blown form. You got the men, the double tongue, the double heart, and the double mind, and ask the Lord to recreate in you a clean new heart, not hearts, and God can do it. If you feel that this is you, repeat this after me, Heavenly Father, I come in the name of Jesus. I ask that you forgive me for all of my sins known and unknown. Come into my life and be my Lord. I confess that Jesus is the Son of God. In Romans chapter 10, verse 9, the Bible says, If thou shalt confess with thy mouth and believe in thy heart, thou shalt be saved. Now that you've done this, let's break curses. Heavenly Father, I repent of any sins in my life or my ancestors' lives that have resulted in a curse. I repent of all disobedience, rebellion, perversion, witchcraft, idolatry, lust, adultery, fornication, mistreatment of others, murder, cheating, lying, sorcery, divination, and occult involvement. I ask for your forgiveness and cleansing through the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ. I ask that you break all areas of schizophrenia in my life, on my mother's side, all the way back to Adam and Eve, on my father's side, all the way back to Adam and Eve. The Lord Jesus of Nazareth, take authority over schizophrenia and break every curse upon me in the name of Jesus. The Lord Jesus of Nazareth, break all curses of schizophrenia on me, on my mother's side, on my father's side, all the way back to Adam and Eve. Now, schizophrenia opens up a door to Jezebel. They work together very well, controlled and dominant. The, all these demons work together. I come in the name of Jesus, and I break the curse of Jezebel. I break the curse of rebellion and rejection in the name of Jesus. On my mother's side, all the way back to Adam and Eve, and on my father's side, all the way back to Adam and Eve. I break the zodiac sign of Gemini. I break these twin spirits that ain't nothing but demons. Now, the Lord is telling me to show somebody something. 
uh, you Christians who talk about you Zodiac and you talking to the stars, that's a lie. We're going to close with Psalms chapter 8. O Lord, O Lord, how excellent is thy name in all the earth, who has set thy glory above the heavens. Out of the mouth of babes and sucklings, thou hast ordained, ordained strength because of thy enemies, that thou mightest steal the enemy and avenge. I consider the heavens the work of thy fingers, the moon and the stars which thou hast ordained. God has ordained the stars. The stars are not ordained to talk to you. That's demonic. The Gemini, I break in the name of Jesus. I break these curses. According to Galatians 3.13, I have been redeemed from the curse of the law. By the sacrifice of Jesus, I exercise my faith in the blood of Jesus and loose myself and my descendants from any and every curse. I claim forgiveness through the blood of Jesus for the sins of the Father, and all my sins have been remitted. I loose myself from schizophrenia, from the curses as a result of schizophrenia or hurt or rebellion or spoken curses through my mother in her womb. I send it back to the sender. In Jesus of Nazareth's name, we pray. Amen. Again, condolence goes out to Sister Cedar Newborn, my assistant. I thank the Lord for her. Our prayers go out to my assistant. She's been with me for 10 years. She's a wonderful sister in Christ. She helps me with the Facebook. So all the Derek Prince you see on Facebook come from Sister Sheila Newborn. She's in the ministry of helps with me. I thank the Lord Jesus of Nazareth for this revelation. I pray that this revelation will be a blessing to you. If you need help with this, it's going to take time. Give us a call at 678-701-3733. You can come into our blog talk chat room. We can come into our text at area code 646-378-1857. We're going to open the lines for Chaplain John Durden for comment. Anyone else want to comment? Please sow a seed to keep us on air. With this type of teaching, the devil would love to take me off, but he can't. Be a part of this ministry and sow a seed. If you'd like to become a member here, we have membership. We have cyber members. We will assist you. We will do deliverance with you. We will help you with the word of God by word of knowledge. On Fridays, we do deliverance. Please call us at area code 678-701-3733. You can also go to www.livedeliverance.com. We're 24 hours a day, internet radio station. We're going to be bringing the word tonight. Uh, after broadcast, Apostle Candace Drayton will be teaching on passivity. Apostle Candace Drayton will be teaching on passivity part four. At 348, Rebellion of Satan, 443 in the morning, Pastor Wayne C. Thompson, 521 this morning, I have a teaching on Don't Give Up, 622, A Prophetic Guide to End Times by Derek Prince, 750 this morning, in, in Prophetic Guide to End Times, part 2, 3, and 4, Wayne C. Thompson at 1130, Praise and Worship, back with End Times at 1400 hours, which is 2 o'clock. We are a 24-hour internet, internet radio, an apostolic radio station. We are cyber uh, members. You're welcome. We are not Sunday worshipers. We worship the Sabbath. We believe in all nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Sow a seed to keep us on air. Go to www.livedeliverance.com on the lower left-hand side. 
And whenever you do so, I will send some flowers to my sister and help her with some finances. So please sow a seed. One of my staff members is in need. My blessings go out to her and the loss of her child. God bless all of you. Thank the Lord for revelation. Allow the Lord to teach you his word, and you can be clean with this word. Get out of these churches. They ain't teaching nothing. Get out. It's the synagogue of Satan in these last days. There's no such thing as the prosperity ministry. If you're looking for an easy walk, you're not going to get it. Not going to come. Get out of it. Allow the word of God to change you. Stop looking at these pastors as they're perfect. They're not. They're human beings. Honor the Lord Jesus. Respect the position, but do not idle nobody. First John 5, 21. My dear children, present ourselves away from all idols. Again, go to www.livedeliverance.com. On the lower left-hand side of the icon, and sow a seed. We have a secure PayPal site. If you're not comfortable with that, you can go to www.livedeliverance.com and go to our GoFundMe site and sow a seed. Amen. In about another year from now, year and a half from now, I'll be making a permanent move to Jamaica. I will not be in the United States after 2025. I will be in Jamaica living permanently in Kingston's Jamaica. God bless you. Shalom to you. Come to the room and talk to us, 646-378-1857. Don't forget to sow a seed. Get free from this schizophrenia. Give us a call and let us go to work to get these demons out of you. Stay in the word so you can get free, understand who Jesus is, and listen to Derek Prince. God bless and shalom. Okay, we want to thank those who have listened to us. We're going to go back to regular broadcasts. Please come join us in our blog talk room at 646-378-1857. God bless, and we're going back to regular broadcast right now. And we want to thank those who are listening to us, Reverend Dillmore and all y'all. Just hold tight. We're going to have some intermission. I got to use the restroom. And as soon as intermission over, we're going to have questions and answers. God was at work in the 20th century, there'll be one name that's bound to feature prominently. Derek Prince. A humble man and a world-class Bible scholar, his steadfast commitment to God and obedience to the Holy Spirit turned him into one of the most loved and respected Bible teachers of his time. For over six decades, Derek Prince's life-changing Bible teaching became a source of inspiration to millions of Christians around the world. British military family in Bangalore, India in 1915. At the age of 14 he won a scholarship to Eton and, later on, a place at Cambridge. Having excelled in his studies, Derek was elected to a prestigious fellowship in ancient and modern philosophy at King's College, Cambridge, the youngest person ever to be elected to that position. Derek's academic career was interrupted abruptly by World War II 
1940, on the basis of his philosophical convictions, he chose to join the Royal Army Medical Corps as a non-combatant. Despite declaring at the time that religion doesn't do much for me, Derek took a Bible with him to read on his postings, considering it to be a philosophical work. At first, the Bible made little sense to him. But as he continued to read his Bible in an army barrack in Yorkshire in July 1941, God opened Derek's eyes. On that day, God taught him two crucial lessons that remained with him for the rest of his life. Recalling that supernatural experience, he says, I heard the voice of Jesus speaking very, very clearly through the scriptures, the Bible. And from the day that I heard his voice till this day, there are two things I've never doubted. I've never doubted that Jesus is alive, and I've never doubted that the Bible is the Word of God. Almost immediately after his powerful conversion, Derek Prince was shipped off to North Africa, where he spent three years serving as an army medic and being discipled in God's Word in the deserts of Egypt, Libya and the Sudan. At the end of the war, Derek was discharged in Jerusalem, where he met and married a Danish missionary, Lydia Christensen. In doing so, he became a father of eight girls, whom Lydia had adopted. Derek and Lydia lived in Jerusalem until after the founding of the State of Israel in 1948. It was there he felt the calling to both serve and pray for God's people, the children of Israel. It was a calling he passed on to countless others. In late 1948, as the newborn state of Israel struggled for survival, the princes reluctantly left Jerusalem and moved to England, where Derek became a pastor of a small Pentecostal church in central London. As he ministered in London and later on in Kenya and in the United States, Derek sensed that all was not how it should be and could be in the lives of Christian believers. He saw how many Christians often struggle to rise above the challenges of everyday life. That's why he constantly encouraged those he ministered to, that they should get closer to God through Bible reading and prayer. In the early 1960s, while pastoring a church in Seattle, Washington, Derek was thrust into ministering God's deliverance after being confronted by a demonic manifestation right in front of his pulpit. As time went on, more and more people wanted to hear Derek Prince open up the scriptures to them and help them know more of the power of God. The ever-growing demand for Derek Prince's insights on audio and video cassettes as well as books led to the opening of the Derek Prince Publications Office in Fort Lauderdale, Florida in 1971. In 1975, Lydia died after nearly 30 years of fruitful marriage and ministry with Derek. The loss was devastating for Derek, but he began to work and travel more than ever. A couple of years later, while in Jerusalem, Derek prayed for a woman named Ruth Baker, who had seriously injured her back. Over time, the Lord revealed to Derek that he was to marry Ruth, whom he hardly knew. Following much prayer and testing, Derek and Ruth were married in 1978, and the Lord launched them into a new phase of ministry together. This new phase was marked by the launch of the first daily radio broadcast, Today with Derek Prince, which initially aired on eight stations in the United States. 
The word God gave to Derek about using radio for ministry was proclaim, short, simple messages, easily understood, declaring basic scriptural truths. Today, Derek's radio broadcasts, books and internet-based resources reach millions of Christians around the globe in over 100 languages. Derek and Ruth Prince continue to minister in many nations as the demand for Derek's teaching increased tremendously until Ruth passed away in December 1998. In the autumn of 2003, Derek Prince died in his beloved Jerusalem, his home for nearly 20 years. He was 88 and left behind a wonderful legacy. To those who had the privilege of knowing him, he left an inspiring example, one of yieldedness to God, love for the church, a heart for Israel, and a roaring passion to see God's people walk in the fullness of the freedom that Christ has purchased for them. To all of us, he left an invaluable treasure of biblical insights in books, articles, sermons, letters, and audiovisual recordings. Derek Prince is the author of more than 50 books, 600 audio and 100 video teaching messages, many of which have been translated and published in more than 100 languages. He pioneered teaching on such groundbreaking topics as generational curses, the biblical significance of Israel, and demonology. In 2002, he said, It is my desire, and I believe the Lord's desire, that this ministry continue the work which God has begun through me over 60 years ago until Jesus returns. Today, Derek Prince Ministries continues to combat spiritual hunger by resourcing church leaders, Bible college graduates and millions of Christians in over 140 countries with Derek's life-changing Bible teaching, fulfilling the mandate to keep on until Jesus returns. This is accomplished through the outreaches of more than 45 Derek Prince offices around the world, including primary work in Australia, Canada, China, France, Germany, the Netherlands, New Zealand, Norway, Russia, South Africa, Switzerland, the United Kingdom, and the United States. It's amazing to consider all that God has done thus far since speaking to Derek shortly after his conversion in 1941, saying, It shall be like a little stream. The little stream shall become a river. The river shall become a great river. The great river shall become a sea. The sea shall become a mighty ocean. And it shall be through thee. But how? Thou must not know. Thou canst not know. Thou shalt not know. With millions of Christians worldwide still hungry for life-changing spiritual food, Derek Prince Ministries remains focused on the task of bringing this vision to full fruition. Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries. This is a recording of Derek Prince Ministries. Hope that you've been blessed by listening to Derek Prince Ministries today. If you would like to contribute to Derek Prince, please go to our website, the Derek Prince location, 
and make your contributions to Derek Prince Ministries. On behalf of Fellowship of Deliverance Internet Radio Ministries, we thank you. We do support the ministry of Derek Prince, and God bless. Praise God. God is so good. I have been trying all my Christian life to keep his teaching going. It's so much demons out here and evil. And I love the Lord. And I just love him. And I pray that people change and allow the Lord to teach people the revelation of Christ. He's real. There's so much foolishness out here and preachers and folks ain't teaching nothing. And I pray that this sermon will help you. I'm an uneducated man. I can't even spell. And I just love the Lord. I'm not trying to be better than nobody. I'm just trying to teach and get to heaven. And I have a love for this teaching of Derek Prince. It changed my life. God bless. Chaplain Durden, you have the mic. Chaplain Durden. Chaplain John Durden, you have the mic. Okay. Go ahead. All right, thank you. Hello, everybody. Brother John. Uh, what time is it where you are? It's one twenty-six in the morning. Okay. Okay. Excuse the delay, but I don't like to jump up and just say anything just to be saying something. I like to meditate and talk with the Lord. You know, that was a powerful message tonight, especially he didn't even get it, didn't know what he was going to do, and that the Lord was going to call him to teach that tonight. And that, that was that was powerful. And I really loved it. And that's one thing I have to love about the Holy Spirit. Man, when he, when he teaches, boy, it's powerful. Really powerful, not just no average. Average talking, average discussion, average just middle, middle between the lines, anything else. It was powerful. I really enjoyed it. And another thing, remember now, what you heard tonight was a bona fide teaching by the Holy Spirit. Because Brother and I were just chit-chatting earlier, you know, before the session started. And then, boom, the Holy Spirit came in and said, okay, teach in a few minutes, and so on, so on, so on, so on. And he jumped up out of faith and and, and led by the, by, the, by the Holy Spirit. That was powerful. I really want to, that's what I want to do too, you know, because I'm tired of the mind thing because the mind can care less about the Holy Spirit. Not saying that because you think about the Holy Spirit, that's, that's not a thing to do. I'm talking about really heavyweight stuff, really loving the Lord and doing what he wants to do. That's, you know, that's the greatest thing that can happen to a human being, to be led personally by the Holy Spirit. And I just pray that I can reach that level uh, I can, so I can just grow and learn what he wants me to learn and teach what he wants me to teach. It's unfortunate that everybody think now. Uh, I wrote the question. I did not. And I did it earlier. Before he jumped into it and the Lord told him that that's what he's going to do. And he had to hang up and get everything ready to come so he can teach the session to 
that was powerful. And it's, it's, it's too bad. It's just unfortunate. Every time you hear a sermon like that, somebody goes through there, regardless of education, you know, get a say, well, somebody wrote to him, somebody told him what to say, these kind of things. That's not the real story, folks. The real story is God looking for a vessel that he can use, that loves him, want to be used by him. That's what he wants. And it, it, it had nothing to do with that. I can't claim to on that one, boy. That was powerful. I cannot do that. And that would be lying. What I'm saying to you, you I told I told him what you say. Man, I have the I have the God the Father, Son and Holy Ghost to be dealing with me. Have to hang that phone up. That's in my man and uh, God bless you. All right, Brother John, we got calls from Reverend Duncan, some other calls. We get off the phone and go to Blog Talk Chat Text. Reverend T. C. Millmore wanna to speak to you. Hilton, Doctor Lovelett and Doctor Lovelace and Doctor Calhoun McDonalds wanna to talk to you after the sermon. God bless everybody here at Live Living Center at God gets the glory. God is good. God loves us and you know, it's God's grace that we're all under. I don't deserve this. I don't like to steal his glory. I'm the worst of all. I just want to make it to heaven. I don't desire nothing in the world. I don't care about no car. I don't have but three pair of shoes. I don't even have any dress shoes. I live a life that's abnormal because it's hard on this ministry to get income. But God has always kept this radio station on there. And today, I just want to thank him for forgiving me. I want to thank him for forgiving me from my sins. The devil is so real. Sometimes you can not even have a thought on your mind and the devil brings some temptation to you. God's teaching me something. And I want to share this with everybody who's going through something. We all are going through something. This is this thing so beautiful. It hit me before I was teaching earlier, and my heart's heavy because my best friend lost her. She lost a child. I'm 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 a pastor, and I feel her. Um, that hurt. I know, you know, Brother John's a chaplain, and I was a chaplain, but. When you know somebody, you know, they lose their child, you have to be compassionate. You pastors out here need to be compassionate with people. Y'all want to beat people upside the head. And Brother Leroy Thornton, when we get off this phone, we're going to deal with you. Don't come bothering Brother John with no crazy stuff because we're going to deal with you. The Lord going to deal with you. Uh, that was not me. I'm not capable of teaching like that. I don't have the skills to teach like that. I don't I don't I don't even know how to spell. So I give God the glory for everything and I'm just grateful that I'm not in hell. We all should be so grateful. We're always praying for things and this and that. But we're not in hell. We are able to ask God to forgive us. And God gave me something. In second Corinthians twelve nine, I don't care what you're going through. And he said unto me, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. That hit me. 
Most gladly, therefore, I would rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Grace, present favor, and power of God. God's grace and power are most clearly seen and profoundly revealed in the midst of our human weaknesses. You know, I look at my life, I was on crack cocaine, man. I was on heroin, snorting heroin. I was on crack cocaine for eight years. I wanted to go to college. And I wanted to get a degree, but my father, they didn't support me, and I had to do what I had to do. I was a trumpet player and was real good at it, and I just thank the Lord for having his mercy upon me. I had a gun against my head trying to get some crack. I could have been dead. I could have been dead in Jamaica, walking, trying to go somewhere, and, and an angel just pushed me. Let me tell you, you can... Angels are real. I, I got to watch what I say because some of you ain't where and just I don't know how to say it. They're real. Jesus of Nazareth is real. Demons are real. We're in a real war, and we got to wake up. We have to wake up. The school system is so jacked up. I had another friend from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And the Lord is meeting a desire of my heart. I've always wanted to stay in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. I got a Lord blessing me next month. The guy going to drive me to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. So y'all may say, well, why are you like that? I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. I'm going to be able to go to see the Steelers and Go to the training camp. I, I'm human. I want to enjoy myself. I deal with demons all the time. And being a deliverance minister is not easy. I have sin. I have flesh. I'm the worst of all. And God gives me grace. Thank the Lord that you're not in hell. We have a lot to thank God for. This ends the broadcast. God bless. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.